From COK Studios in David Green's garage, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider Scotland's desire for independence from the United Kingdom. We'll also consider the dangers of valley fever in our Consider Your Health series. And we'll consider that Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from PBN, now showing the new documentary, The Roosevelts, by Ken Burns. Tonight's episode, the one about the guy with polio. And the Jimmy Hoffa Foundation, disposing of bodies in places that nobody will ever find them since 1975. Visit wheresjimmy.org for more information. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Scotland will vote this week to become independent from the United Kingdom, and for the first time, Scottish nationalists may have enough votes to break free from common rule. The unity movement to keep England and Scotland together still has a large number of supporters in both countries. But in the last few weeks, the numbers have changed, and now it looks like the vote could go either way. The debate is far from over, and there's a chance it could continue far beyond the vote. Here to make a case for their respective sides are Angus Stewart from the Scottish National Party and Preston Bannister from the group Better Together. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us for our ongoing discussion series, Consider All Sides. Happy to be here. Aye. Angus, I'd like to start with you. Why does Scotland want to be independent, and what advantages do you see in separating from the UK? That's an excellent question, Dinah. We Scots feel that we have the economic strength and energy assets to be a strong nation in our own right. We've been exploited by our English cousins for far too long, and it's high time we put Scotland's future in Scotland's hands. I see. Preston, what do you have to say to that? I would say that the independence movement is far underestimating the costs of breaking away from the UK. We feel like we are definitely stronger together than we would be apart. Oh aye, that's easy for you to say. Ever since we've been together, you've been treating us bad and keeping us down. You never ask our opinion. You always just tell us what we want. You've completely taken us for granted. Well, guess what? You won't have Scotland to kick around anymore come Thursday. Those are some pretty harsh words, Angus. Could you not be so accusatory and use some I feel statements? I suppose. I feel like England has completely taken us for granted. Preston. No, we haven't. Can you at least acknowledge Scotland's feelings, even if you don't agree? (sighs) Fine. I'm sorry you feel that way, but England has not taken you for granted. That's better. We truly appreciate you and know that we can make it work. Oh, really? If you appreciate us so much, why do you only pay attention to us when we host the British Open or when the Queen visits Balmoral Castle? I mean, when was the last time you told us we're beautiful? We tell you all the time. Oh, sure you do. When was the last time you sent us flowers? Um... See? St. Andrew's Day. That was over a year ago. Scotland is sick and tired of being sick and tired. Seems like there's some pretty hurt feelings here. Anything to say, Preston? I'm very sorry that we haven't been as attentive a partner as you want. We just get busy with work and the Commonwealth... And we forget to appreciate you like we should. I know that we could change if you'll just give us one more chance. Angus, what do you have to say? I don't know. I just don't know. 
It's been hard. And we keep having the same fight every couple of years. I don't think anything will ever change. We can change. Honest. We should come up and celebrate the Dundee fortnight together. Just like old times. I just think so much has happened. It's just not the same as it used to be. Really? Sometimes you can love someone and still know they're not right for you. Just don't say it's over for the UK. Not yet. This sounds like something you two will need to go home and think about. Aye. That was Consider All Sides with Angus Stewart and Preston Bannister. Now we turn to our ongoing series, Consider Your Health, with Alex Truman. Alex is here to discuss a potentially deadly infection called Valley Fever. Welcome back, Alex. Hello, Cotter. Well, it's nice to see you out and about. Since the last time I spoke to you, you were in your hyperbaric chamber. It was touch and go there for a bit, but it's nice to be back in the studio. So, tell us about Valley Fever. Well, Cotter, Valley Fever has all the ingredients to make me want to head right back into my germ-free clean room faster than you can say acute hypochondria. Well, that's saying something. Believe me, I know. Valley fever is contracted through the inhalation of spores of two species of fungus. These fungi are known to thrive in the hot, dry soils of the southwestern U.S., Mexico, and Central and South America. But now it appears that the fungi are spreading to new areas. Well, that's not good. No! Valley fever has flu-like symptoms, including fever, headache, cough, breathing difficulties, fatigue, weight loss, muscle and joint pain, and a skin rash. This can cause the disease to be overlooked or misdiagnosed, especially in areas where physicians are unfamiliar with it. So what can they do? Nothing. Really? I spoke to a doctor who has treated several cases of valley fever. So what can be done to help people who contract valley fever? Nothing. What, really? Literally... Nothing. No vaccine? Not at this time, no. So there's nothing we can do? Nope. Wow, that sounds bleak. It is. The doctor was not very forthcoming, but that might have been because I interrupted his dinner at a local OMG McFlippies. When I pressed him further, he told me that very little is known about the fungus's preferred geology, and that climate change might be affecting its spread. Then he told me to leave because I was ruining his molten chocolate brownie pie. So I guess we'll just need to see if science can step up to the plate and come up with a vaccine. Yes, we will. The important thing to remember is to never inhale any dirt because you won't give those spores a chance to infect you. I fully plan to give up gardening and take up a new hobby so that I'm not at risk of getting valley fever. All right. So what about knitting? Sadly, my crippling arthritis prevents me from doing any activities that require small motor skills. Well, that's too bad. Uh, How about scrapbooking, then? No spores there. No, but my paper and glue allergies would prevent me from doing that as well. How about Sudoku? Again, paper allergy. Fair enough. Well, thanks for coming by, Alex. Anytime, Cotter. That was Consider Your Health with Alex Truman. That's all for this episode of Consider Our Knowledge. 
We just want to take a quick moment to say that Consider Our Knowledge is now an award-winning podcast. We were lucky enough to receive an Artie Award for the best comedic podcast in Salt Lake City Weekly. Thanks so much to everyone who helped make this award possible. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, you can always go to our website, considerourknowledge.com. You can like us on Facebook, and don't forget to share and tell your friends about us as well. You can follow us on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow, and you can subscribe to the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Thanks for listening. I'm award-winning host, Connor Bentley. And we'll consider that Rhode Island is neither a road nor a line. Nor an island. <laughs> <sighs>